0: Hey, I'm Zandi. We're back with another exciting Farmers Inside Track weekend podcast. And in the spirit of Women's Month, we kick off this week sharing some highlights from our hashtag Farm Spaces session, celebrating South Africa's dynamic women
1: in agriculture.
2: Professor Korsten, please introduce yourself and tell us what you do and where you're from.
1: I'm from the University of Pretoria. I'm the co-director of the Centre of Excellence Food Security. And I'm passionate about agriculture. I call myself an agriculturist, a plant pathologist. I studied at Stellenbosch University and later at Pretoria University, and I make sure that the plants remain healthy. That's my mission in life. It's very important to really at least do your first degree. We are talking about a BSc or a BTEC, and we do have a BSc Agricultural degree. Several universities offer their degree. I believe it is the best degree in our country. It's a brilliant degree. The Agricultural degree is a four-year degree. It's a very difficult degree. We make sure that the student who walk out of that knows about soil science, insects, economics, plant pathology, the environment. It is so important to create that enabling environment for a whole student. So I want students, young scholars and young girls, grade 10, 11, 12, already thinking of their future studies. And they have to do biology and science and maths. And I know it's tough, but you have to just grow into it. And that is the vehicle through which you will achieve your goals. And you have to do those subjects and you have to do well in them. And if If you're battling with the current COVID and lockdown, go and find someone. There's so many people now on the internet that's willing to help you and do virtual training and help you to prepare. But make sure you do well in those subjects and then enroll and look for a nearby university just to get your first degree. And the very important question is should I carry on? Because remember, if you have a BSc three-year degree, you have to do honors. But if you have a four-year agricultural degree, you can go straight into your master's. And a master's take you at least three, four years. And a master's degree show that you can do independent research. And that's the purpose of the masters. And a lot of people say to me, oh, I'll be overqualified. My dream is actually to go farming. It doesn't matter. It's about the thinking pattern we establish in your mind. That's why you do a masters, so that you can master anything. If you go out farming and with a master's degree, I can assure you, you will think differently. And I don't say you will be a success because you have that master's degree. All I'm saying is you're going to think differently because it is a different world and we live in food systems. I just want to also say, it's not always only about the degree. You can acquire knowledge through reading. There's many other platforms, so don't forget that. There's so many other options today, so it's not only about the degree. It's all about the knowledge that you have to capture, and that's the secret.
2: I'm Ipile I'm one of the women in agriculture in the Northwest Province. I am a cattle farmer, specializing in Bonsmara cattle breed. We breed the cattle, we raise them, and we sell them. I'm one of the farmers who supply Woolworths' free-range meat, and I also sit in one of the chairs in the premier's office representing the youth in the Northwest province. So I fit very well because as you go around the province facilitating, you'll see that the climate science is very important, especially to the farmers. The farmers are at the front line of the climate science. Back in 2012, I was just a young little girl in the crawl with less confidence. Remember, in agriculture, yes, you will realize that, yes, most of the question will be based on it's a male-dominated industry. How are you coping? Reality is that, you know, my family got the farm in 2012. Having that farm, it was a huge challenge because my dad would expect us to be at the farm. Everyone, my mom, my sisters, my brothers, and myself, to be at the farm, interact with nature and stuff like that. So, as a young girl, each and every young girl wants to see herself in beauty, makeup, in the TV, or in any other fields back then, unlike now. So, me being myself, Ipilene, young girl in the crawl, it was such a challenge. I did not see myself as a role model to be in future because looking after the cows, due to our background, the background of the society, which was disadvantaged, most of the people when they look at agriculture, they look at agriculture like people are dirty, they don't think of smart farmers. They think of people who have been oppressed, uh, people who are forced to do so many things. They don't see the business opportunity. So now back in 2012, you will see that when I saw my dad forcing everybody, I thought he doesn't love us. How can you force a young girl like myself to be in the farm, feeding cattle, feeding goats, feeding animals in the farm. But actually now when I look back, I can see that I am so, so privileged to be part of my family. And all the privileged things that I had back then, Now I can see that really my dad did the empire for the whole entire family. And even today, I thank him that of all the things you chose to take everybody in board and teach us about everything. Now, it becomes a problem when we must go and attend the courses where we need to develop our skills within the farming industry. You would find that here's this little hippie in the classroom with big guys, different races, and now we are highlighting the self-confidence. There's a little bit of confidence because in the same training service, you are looking at where are the young girls, where is everyone? Papa is oppressing me. How can he send me to so many male-dominated training? How am I going to cope? Because I don't see any young girls. I don't think I'm going to do And you know, back when I come back from these training skills courses, especially those who were supplied by Woolworths, giving them the reflection of the day, they thought I'm going to give up. But my mom is one person who's like, look, Ipiling, you must trust your dad. He cannot give you something. You know, my dad is one person who thinks of the future. Then I had to adapt to building self-confidence to attending this workshop. Then even these guys, they get used to seeing this little girl in the training courses. But as the days and the, as the years goes by, I started seeing young girls in the industry. I remember when I saw Temba in 2015, and we were in one of those classes. And when I look at Norma Temba, I was like, okay, then here's another lady. That's how I got to know Norma Temba. Then at least I had the frame. And as the years goes on and on, then I started through the network, social medias. Then I could see that there are a lot of girls, in fact, in this industry. Now it's very important that each and every woman must work very hard in self-confidence, that we need to remove this idea of saying farming is a male-dominated industry.
3: My name is Tamsin. I am a farmer and a food safety and quality consultant. I do a little bit of poultry farming, mainly layers, and then where I fit in is basically assisting clients with implementing their food safety and quality systems that is required by most retailers. Examples of that is your HACCP, your FSSC, or your Global Gap for Our Farms specifically. And then I'm also a co-director of a company called ATP, and we mainly focus on research and development of any product that is. We are currently focusing on the maize industry or the breakfast cereals industry. My biggest milestones must and will always be getting my degree. But before my degree, I did my diploma in food science. And technology and because it was ridden with so many setbacks and obstacles for me that's always it would stand out as one of the biggest achievements because especially finances it's one thing to want to study but having the financial means and backup especially coming from let's say a disadvantaged um, background that for me was a very very big thing Starting the business is really it's up there. Shedding some light on what I do. So basically, I'm going to sketch a scenario. Like you said, we just want to come in running headfirst and just do and plant and harvest and provide to the market. That can work on our discussion in our spaces that we had about food safety. However, we as the primary producer has the responsibility to produce safe food. And that's where I come in into the value chain, where we literally set up food safety and quality system for our clients. We take them through all of the steps, we literally take them by the hand and guide them through the process of getting certified, implementing their food safety and quality system, and literally training the, the staff that's there, making them understand what food safety is, because it is a culture at the end of the day. My
0: name is Kamohelo Bombe. I am a poultry farmer and a tv host i present an agricultural program on sabc2 i am also a qualified meat processor i lost a lot of money due to research and lack of training and all of that So I was demotivated because I didn't even have a farmer friend that I stopped for a good two years until I saw an ad on a newspaper that the former mayor at that time, Pax Dawu, was launching an agri-park for women and young people. So like I said, an agri-park, it's sort of like an agri-hub. I then decided to write an email to them, then went to an interview, did a presentation to say, if they give me this one hectare, how am I going to utilize it? Because that's very important. And then I got that one a hectare. The only problem with that agri-pack is that that time it was next to a squatter camp and they used to break it into my farm. Then I got bankrupt. So I had to stop again. But in me stopping, I was still a middleman. So I would still sell eggs and chickens. Then I wrote to the minister's office and said to them, I am a young farmer. I'm black. This is my experience. This is what I've done. I want to go commercial and then they said to me okay this is what's required for you we want to put you to the database currently we've got vandalized farms are you willing to work on a vandalized farm and then i said to them what does vandalized mean and they said it doesn't have water it doesn't have electricity it's just bushy so you just need to clean everything and start all over remember i'm desperate and i'm passionate about this thing i said no minister it's fine i can do it then i did the presentation failed three times it's hectic they they ask you questions you answer them and they say you know it doesn't work like this I'm like no but i've tried it it works they're like no 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 according to the books it doesn't work like that so remember as well with the experience that you have because of they've got all these degrees and all of that but eventually i got 21 hectares finally in pretoria they just busy with my lease so what i want to do with this 21 hectares is to build an agri academy so with the agri-academy, we're not going to only focus on primary agriculture. Because realize is the Horabatari worker agriculture. They're all thinking, growing, growing. So I want to do the whole value chain. So if you come to Kamukhello Farming Academy, we teach you from the hatchery to broilers, layers, day olds, to abattoir, which is slaughtering, to processing, to making products out of chickens so that Puma is going to you know what you want. You've got all the knowledge. A big thanks to our Farm Spaces host, Guguletu Matlangu, Northwest Vegetable Farmer, and thanks for all the sound advice from all the participants in this week's space. The Jobs Fund boss, Najwa Ali Edris, believes women are catalysts of positive change in society. They are a force for social stability and inclusive development. She joins us this
4: week to unpack this. Despite their massive contribution, women continue to face considerable challenges in the labour market. Located at the National Treasury, the Jobs Fund helps tackle the country's unemployment crisis by working with the private sector and other organisations, including the non-state sector, to create sustainable jobs. To date, the fund has contracted with more than 140 partners who have created more than 280,000 jobs 58% of these jobs were filled by women. Ensuring that more women are represented at all levels of the labour market is an economic and social imperative. Entrepreneurship is recognised as an essential driver of economic development and growth and a potential vehicle for women empowerment. Yet, women remain underrepresented as entrepreneurs. The Jobs Fund is actively involved in empowering women. Through its various initiatives, women acquire the skills they need to enter the labour force and also to grow their businesses. This has resulted in job creation, poverty reduction, healthier families and more stable communities. An example of this is the Jobs Fund and Save Act Trust Partnership. Through this partnership, women in rural KwaZulu-Natal, Eastern Cape Free State and the Northern Cape leverage their Stockfile savings to establish farming enterprises. A digital ecosystem assisting 10,000 Stockfile members in managing, monitoring and effectively deploying their savings is being developed and 200 participants will be chosen to become part of the contract grower program supported by signed third-party contracts to farm and sell their produce. Another Jobs Fund-supported initiative that focuses on women is the Smart Start Early Learning Program. This partnership is a powerful catalyst for change in South Africa's early childhood development sector. It is estimated that only 40% of children in South Africa have access to ECD, yet it has been shown as one of the most powerful investments in human development that a government and society can make. The Jobs Fund Smart Start Initiative recruits and supports women and youth to establish and operate early childhood development micro enterprises. It is envisaged that more than 3,500 enterprises will be established over the next few years. The women are provided with training, operating licenses, ECD material, and mentorship to support the establishment of these early childhood development sites. Women are powerful catalysts of positive change in society. They are a force for social stability and inclusive development. When women do better, economies do better. Thanks Najwa
0: Ali Edris, the Jobs Fund CEO. Remember, if you love this podcast, please rate it and share it with your friends, family members and fellow farmers. Until next week, stay safe.
2: Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring
4: story. You've been listening to the Farmers Inside Track podcast, supported by Foodform Zanzi. For more information, find us on
1: www.farmersinsidetrack.co.za.